Girlfriend, we need to talk. Conversations with outstanding women. Yay, back to the show. And I'm really excited because the outstanding woman today is Joy Ryan. Hi, Joy. Hi there. I'm I'm thrilled to have you on the show. Let me just give folks a little background because your grandson's on here with us, and that's Brad. Hello, Brad. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good, Brad. You're the first man to ever be on Girlfriend We Need to Talk. I ah. am honored. Yeah. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you so much. And the reason he's on with Joy is because the two of them are traveling to every national park. That's the goal is to hit every single national park. And um, this is a pretty exciting journey. And if you haven't been following them, they've been on national news. They've been on Hoda and Jenna. They've been on, they're on Instagram. You've got a a ton of followers on Instagram, including myself. And I just love, love, love following this journey. So exciting. Yeah, we've been, we've been, we've been going strong now for over four years and, um, now that the end is in sight, I, I'm, I'm getting a little bit um, emotional about it, to be honest, but um, we just try to maintain gratitude at all times for everything that we've been able to see up to this point. Wonderful. Um, so, Joy, how old are you? You don't mind? 89. I'll be 90 in March. That's fantastic. And you started, you were 85 then when you started this? Yeah. Wow. We've, we've covered a lot of ground since then. <laughs> you have covered a lot of ground. So you mentioned that it, it's coming to the end of the journey. How many national parks have you hit so far and how many are left? We got uh, two more parks, Samoya and Alaska. Wow. Well, well, it's not it's nine parks but two places. Yeah, there are oh. eight national parks in Alaska, so we have a we're going to be spending a lot of time up there when we when we finally get there. Oh, wow. And when when is that? part of the journey starting Alaska. We're hoping to do that over the summer. So we're going to wait for the, the snow to melt and try to find that, that sweet spot where it's still warm and sunny, but the black flies aren't going to come out and attack oh. us like they did in Maine. Aren't they nasty things? Oh, oh yeah. They believe it. Yeah. They're horrible <laughs> things. So um, let us tell us about how this all started. Where did this brainchild come from? Well, in, uh, and I would say probably the the middle part of the last decade, uh, my grandmother and I were talking about my Appalachian Trail through hike in 2009, and it never occurred to me that that she had this dream to see the great outdoors that was unfulfilled. And she expressed to me just very matter of factly that she had never seen a mountain. And for mm-hmm. me, as um, as somebody who tries to escape to the great outdoors as often as possible, I thought that. I could put a, a plan in action and bring her along with me so that she could, she could not only see a mountain, but hopefully climb one too. Wow. And, and Joy, what was your reaction when he brought this idea up? Well, I decided I'll, I'll do it. I, I, I said, I don't mind trying something once. You never know. Yeah. If you don't ever try, you have regrets the next day. You didn't do it. Yeah. So we had a good time. It was yeah, pouring yeah. down rain when we got there. Was oh, it? my word. <laughs> I was chasing him around with an umbrella while he was trying to put the tent up. Oh, that's oh. right. You were intense for the first part of it. I forgot that. Yeah, that that first night. And then later on when we went for like uh, uh, 28 days, we stayed in a tent and slept on army cots for another 28 days. Wow. Man, you're a trooper. That's impressive. 
so then Hyatt jumped in, right? Yeah, we were very we were very fortunate, you know. And I always I always tell people that Grandma Joy's road trip from the beginning has been fueled by generosity. We were lucky enough to get support from our friends and family through a GoFundMe campaign, and then after the story went viral, uh, Road Scholar stepped in to help us go to the Channel Islands, and then Hyatt stepped in to make sure that we could see everything else in the lower 48. And we did that for 45 days in the fall, just this past fall. It's amazing. So every one of your trips has been by vehicle until your most recent, which was Hawaii and the Virgin Islands, correct? Yeah, we finally we finally got Grandma Joy on an airplane. Oh, <laughs> was that your first flight? No, we went to California. We went to the uh, California. We went on a oh, plane okay. there out All to right. the Channel Island. Okay. What did you think the first time you got on a plane? Oh, man. It's kind of weird. I mean, yeah. it's a long way down. <laughs> it is. A... I kept my fingers crossed. I don't know if that helped or not, but I did. Well, you'll appreciate this. The first time my father flew and came back, I asked him what he thought, and he said, now I know why the Pope kisses the ground when he gets off those things. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Because it is quite the experience for sure. All right. Have you have you had a favorite park so far, Joy? Um it I don't know. I guess not re- you know the uh, Virgin Island you can't hardly beat that. It was had beautiful water, beautiful people and everybody and it was so different from anything else we've been into. Wow. And you've come across some pretty interesting creatures on your travels, too, haven't you? Oh, yeah. We were down there at the beach, and here come two two uh, two, two donkeys. So <laughs> I said, well, you'd expect to find them on the beach, but there they was. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> and you had and a... Course, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Then then they go on chickens. Well, I never dripped chickens are going to go, go through the restaurant for heaven's sake yeah like, don't they have a health department right. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't you see deer coming out of a coming out of a restroom too uh, we didn't see it the boy told the man that oh. the waiter he said you should have been there earlier right before <laughs> christmas because he said the poor lady opened up the bathroom door and a deer jumped out at her <laughs> poor now, thing good thing she didn't have a weak heart yeah exactly um, you've also seen a uh, humpback whale. Oh, yeah, that was really something. It came up right beside the boat. You know, you never dreamt you were going to see something like that. No. And the dolphins were beautiful. They just, uh, poetry in motion, they just leaped and just, oh, it was really, it was really pretty. And where was that, that you saw that? In the Channel Islands. Okay, Excellent. Also, you've seen alligators. and They were elk. right there with the humpback whale. Isn't that amazing? Wow. It, you know, this is a really envi- enviable trip for anyone, but I think it's really, really special that the two of you are doing this together. And I get the impression that it's been kind of a healing experience for you both as well. Is that correct? Uh, yes, uh, Brad, uh, he, he's the one that suggested it. He was having a bad time, so uh, the creek creep. Outdoor seems to help them, so yeah, I thought we did it. I think that a lot of people can relate to a couple of different aspects of our story. One of them is how open I've been about uh, the stigma surrounding mental health and depression, mm-hmm. and the fact that that is so pervasive in my profession, which is veterinary medicine, has been 
a platform. Uh, Grandma Joy's Road Trip has given me a platform to speak more candidly about that to other people in my profession. And I find that that's, that's creating a dialogue that was much needed and people have been really um, you know, responding positively to that. And then the other side of it, of course, is just um, you know, how families can become fractured and estranged from one another when, when divorce and, and other circumstances um, occur in life. And some people never bounce back from it. And we lost a decade of life in which, you know, um, we, we couldn't get that back, but we could make up for that time in a really special way by, by hitting the open road together. And I really recommend for anybody who's trying to reconcile uh, with somebody that they care about and love, I think when you're in a vehicle and there's nowhere to go and um, you have that, that time really. Um, a lot of conversations that are much needed will inevitably emerge from the silence. And I think that uh, good or bad, tough or, or easy, um, those are conversations that, that need to happen. And, and I think it's all for the best in the end. Oh, wow. It's, and, you know, it's something that I'm sure that both of you treasure so much is to have this experience. And um, so often families, uh, you know, it, it gets to a point where it's too late to have those conversations and, and uh, there's a lot of regret. So kudos to you both. I, th- I just think this is just a wonderful, wonderful thing that you're doing. Well, thank now, you. Yeah, I, 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 we, hear, we hear from people all over the world who, who say, you know, I think it's time that I try to extend that olive branch and, um, and, and you know, not take the next, the next day for granted. Yeah. Exactly. The response has been really overwhelming, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. We've heard from people in New Zealand. Wow. And Ireland. Goodness. And China. Wow. And BBC. Oh. Well, the BBC has talked to Brad three times. Wow. So. So did you well, ever... It's a, uni- it's a universal story. You know? It it's, is. I think love a family, that's, that's, a, that's a global... That's a global... Um, universal truth. We all have that, that love and nostalgia for our grandparents. It speaks volumes to uh, something that's missing too, doesn't it? Is that connection? I well, yeah, I think intergenerational connection on this level is, ex- is exceptionally rare. And we knew before the story went viral that, that we stood out like sore thumbs when we were traveling through the national parks. You know, it's not, it's not a common sight, but I know for a fact, based on everything that um, all the feedback we're getting, that there will be a lot more of this kind of thing going on in the national parks next year. We, we joke that the handicap spots are going to be harder to find. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, I, and I love that you've started this. I mean, that this wave of uh, the reaction or the wake has been so, uh, so positive. It's fantastic. So, Joy, you've got to be pretty famous in your hometown right now no they don't say much about it no they just say where are you going next okay you're just famous i've lived in i've lived here my whole life lived in this same house for 65 years so i'm sort of like like a fixture around here (laughs) (laughs) but you are famous in china and ireland there's that yeah that's right (laughs) i get around but that's right. That's right. Spreading the joy is what you're doing. Did you ever suspect that at this age you'd be doing what, what you're doing right now? No. Brad and I just went, did this together. We didn't expect anybody to say anything or do anything. And it's astounding that all this has happened. And we just hope 
that it will let people, if somebody says you're old, just ignore them and do something. You're not old. People, so you get to be 65 and they people retire and say, well, I can't do nothing no more. I'm going to retire and sit in a chair. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and then when you get to be in the 80s, they say, oh, you can't do that. You're too old. And I said, forget that. I know. You so. were rolling down a sand dune. <laughs> yeah, I went to the doctor today to get my <laughs> knee replacement. And he said, he came back in. He said, I just watched, got on the computer and looked at you, and you rolled down a sand dune. <laughs> I said, yeah, I told you I tried anything once. <laughs> oh, my God. That is fantastic. <laughs> when we were uh, out out in Los Angeles, uh, four Brad's friends came. And they took me to the Six Flags amusement park, and I went on four roller coasters. <laughs> God, I, I, I said, I, I said, Grandma, what if you know? I said, you have a heart condition. Are you going to be able to handle this? She goes, We'll find out when we get up there. Oh won't we? my God, Joy, you're fantastic. You know, that's it. I think. <laughs> well, if you're going to go, that's the way to go. <laughs> that's a good point. I love that. Um. So I love your words of wisdom to, about, about people and uh, having the right attitude as they get older. And I've actually, in my observation, you seem to look younger as the pictures come in. I've been following you since since Brad started the Instagram uh, page, and um, you look like you've lost weight and you look younger to me. Yeah, I have lost a lot of weight, I'll tell you that. Yeah. But, uh, uh, anyway... We had fun. That's the, that's the main objective of everything is, and it, it's, uh, we've just met so many nice people, and we've got to do so many fun things. I got to go out in the kayak and see all these beautiful turtles. Oh, they're magnificent in wow. the water. And you could, the water's so clear you can see them down there Isn't in the water. Amazing. Wow. Oh, yeah. it was just something that you can't see anywhere else, that's for sure. No. Just circling back to what you were saying, I, I, I hear that a lot from people about how this experience has um, sort of rejuvenated her in, in this whole process. And I think that, um, you know, I, I've seen it firsthand that her coordination and her balance has improved, but um, her, her mobility has improved, but I, I see it in her, in her eyes as well. And yeah. there's, just, there's, no, there's just no getting around the healing power of, of Mother Nature. I think that is true for everybody. And I I say, and that, you know, I say that anybody that, um, that, that wants to follow in Grandma Joy's footsteps, even if you're not able to get to a national park, um, but find there's, there's usually something, uh, that you can drive to within, you know, an hour or two. And, and I, I really highly encourage people to, to go out and restore their, their souls wherever they are in life. That's really great advice. And interestingly, I just was writing out my New Year's resolutions and one of them was to spend more time in nature. So I, I hear exactly what you're saying. It's, it's a necessary, it's one of those things that when you get there, you say, why haven't I been doing this more? Instead of just seeing big things, there's a lot of little things if you look real close. Sure. Little animals running around and little worms and butterflies and it's just, just keep your eye open and you just see all kinds of amazing things. Yeah, you do. That reminds you, right? What's important. That's right. So I'm assuming that uh, um, this has been a really good, I, I was just, let me go back to the fact about uh, people suffering from depression in that occupation. I was really surprised by that. 
Yeah, I think that it's, it's a multifactorial um, sort of reasoning for why that happens. I think that perfectionism as a, as a, as a pervasive cultural norm is, you know, it's always going to set people up for inevitable disappointment. And when you have a, a high bar that you've, you've set for yourself and you keep reaching for it and it keeps getting higher and higher and um, you turn, you, you, know, you turn on yourself when, when you fail to meet those, those expectations and you, you, you combine that with uh, the compassion fatigue that goes on on a day-to-day oh, basis when no. you have to be that rock for everybody. Mm-hmm. And then you, you add in um, a, a huge student and uh, student debt to income ratio and on and on and on, you know, it is kind of the perfect storm. And so I, I, I feel very passionately about um, connecting with, with veterinary students and veterinarians and, and, and showing them that, you know, for me, this road trip was really my, my salvation from, from all of that, because I, I tied my identity and my sense of self and, and all of my happiness. I put all of that into career. So, you know, and there are a lot of folks outside of veterinary medicine who are, are workaholics and, and high achievers and, and can relate to this as well. Sure. But it's so, it's so critical that you find um, something outside of your professional life that, that fills your proverbial cup. And for me, um, you know, hitting the road with my grandma Joy was, was that medicine for the soul that I needed. For other people, it will be something completely different. But I, I'm, I'm, really, um, I'm really focused on, on that message of, of find that, that, that calling and that, that passion project outside of your, your professional life so that you can be you a know, more well-rounded person and really thrive in life. And thrive after retirement, because, you know, Joy, to your right. point about people reading, reaching 65 and sitting in the chair, I mean, we hear this story all the time about people who, you know, work themselves into a exhaustion and retire at 65 and they're gone at 66, you know? Right. They just lost all purpose in life. Yeah. They think when they've quit working, no, oh, I'm done. I'm, I've done my whatever. I just can't, not, can't do anything else, whatever. Yeah. And... You know, and people keep telling uh, elderly people, you're old, you can't do that. That's the worst thing they can do. I agree. So and, it's you know, really bad. It is I, really I, bad. I feel sorry for all these poor ladies that don't have a great-grandson like I got, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, people need to stop saying that. And, and you know, if we hear it, we need to stop listening to it, too. That's the other thing. So I, I That's love right. being adventurous. What if it, what if anything have you have the two of you learned from each other? Have you had one big takeaway, or it has been just a whole bunch of a whole bunch of things that are too long to list? Well, you know, uh, like uh, with Brad, you know, I, I, he, he's very patient and uh, he uh, he's very helpful. He's kind to people, and uh, he doesn't push me to hurry up. You got to get doing it. He always says, "Slow down, now, Grandma. Just take a few steps at a time." You want to rest a little bit, and he never gets aggravated. I know he <laughs> like to clobber me sometimes. So, <laughs> but we get along just fine, and I really enjoy him. And it's been a wonderful, wonderful trip. Good for you. That's fantastic, Brad. What about well, you? I, I say it all the I say it all the time that um, extraordinary people uh, come out of seemingly ordinary places in this country. And mm. I always felt in my heart that my grandma joy was this dynamic person that people should know and would gain inspiration from. And I, I, I never set out for her to be this, 
um, this viral internet sensation, but I'm so <laughs> grateful that, uh, you know, that she lived to see her, her impact outside of this little two traffic light town. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's my, my, that's my lesson. We put so much, um, we attach so much to, um, celebrity and the idea of fame, but you know, she's this, she's, she's no different than she was before this all took off online. And, we're able to just sort of bask in the ripple effect that this is having for other people. So I think for me, the greatest lesson is just that when you live authentically and do something that comes from the heart, sometimes that just resonates with people and you don't even see it coming. And we all have that, no matter how ordinary we see ourselves, we all have the ability to have an extraordinary impact on, on other people. Oh, that's such uh, such an important point. I think people get wrapped up too much in celebrity. Um, you know, you it's kind of come to you as a secondary, but people get wrapped up in making bogged down by I'm not making a grandiose impact, so they're not feeling like they're contributing, and that's not the case at all. Exactly. I hear there's a is there a book coming out or in the process or starting or. Yeah, I, I signed with an agent, a literary agent this week, Yay. and I have, I have a stack of books from my desk to my ceiling uh, <laughs> to, to, to draw inspiration from and, and to fill in, you know, the, the national parks books, road trip books, uh, history of our, our community here so that I can sort of paint that, that, that um, realistic picture of what this was, what, what it was like for my grandma growing up in Southeast Ohio in the 1930s. And, um, it's, it's really something that I'm, I'm putting my entire heart and soul into. And I hope that, uh, I hope that will be out sometime next year. Right. Well, you've sold one copy. I can guarantee that I'll be buying oh, one. <laughs> <laughs> I hope some of those I'm beautiful pictures. Yeah, that's going to be, it's just going to be great. I just love your story. I love what you're doing. And, you know, on a, on a personal note, um, my grandmother, I think about her often, but she passed away. I think she took two major trips in her entire life. Um, she had uh, a little ceramic dog, probably about the size of a maybe 12 or 14 pound dog that was like a little piggy bank. And after she passed, I, uh, I got that piggy bank. And every, I've driven across the country alone about three or four times. And every time I've put that little piggy bank in the passenger side with the seatbelt around it, and taking it with me uh-huh. in like symbolically me taking my grandmother um, across the country to see, you know, to see everything, which was. Uh, oh, how so, wonderful. I know. That's a wonderful thing to do. Now, I did get pulled over for speeding once um, with that thing. In uh, there. The policeman actually I said I did it in Hawaii. <laughs> did you? It wasn't me. It was a paid we, did it. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, great. This, yeah. That 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 has not made the the newspaper. No. But yeah, we were we we got lost in in a kilo, and then we were late to the airport, and I I drove through a protest zone, uh, twenty miles over the speed limit. So um, I wrote to uh, I wrote to the magistrate asking for um, you know some forgiveness here, and I included a newspaper clipping from the Honolulu Star Advertiser that we were in, hoping that they would. <sighs> Mercy. We'll see how that goes. I saw oh, it That's <laughs> great. I love it. Yeah. Well, I got the dog. The, the, the policeman that pulled me over actually looked in the passenger side and said, um, "Nice dog." <laughs> <It was so> <laughs> <sweet>. <laughs> 
can't, you can't use the excuse that it was distracting you, right? No, I was tempted to say <laughs> sick him, but I figured I should probably keep my mouth exactly. shut at that point. But, uh, but it's just such a joy okay. that you actually get to really have your grandmother beside you on these amazing trips and to have those conversations. And uh, I think obviously the yeah. whole world is taking notice of it. And, and Joy, you really are a joy. You were aptly oh, named. thank you. Yes. Well, um, people say, one day some man came up to me. He said, how come you're smiling all the time? I said, would you rather I'd be an old grump? <laughs> exactly. Holy cow. <laughs> exactly. Oh, dear, oh dear. Well, you're giving a lot of smiles to a lot of people, and, and I'm definitely one of them. I love watching your Instagram posts and following all the great things that are happening. And, the res- I, and I love all the people that you're meeting along the way. And the stories are Oh, fantastic. yeah, they're so great. They really are. Yeah. And Brad takes that beautiful picture. Everybody says, we can't wait to see the next picture Brad puts on there. Yeah, he does. Yeah, they're fantastic. Well, I can't thank you both enough for coming on this show. I, it's such a, well, joy, I was going to say, but it is. It's such a joy to get <laughs> a chance go. to... To speak to you both and hear about your journey and to and to talk to Joy because the show's about outstanding women and I really think that that you are definitely one of those and your your trip is outstanding as well. For those of you who haven't been following them, I don't know who you are, but you're you need to. It's Grandma Joy's Road Trip on Instagram, and you will not be disappointed. Anything else you'd like to add before we end this call? No, I think you've just about covered everything. been very pleasant to talk to you. Yes, ditto. I, I, I agree, both ways. And Brad, thank you so much as well. You may be the one and only man that ever makes it on this show. Um, not for hey, any yeah. other reason other than it's, you know, it's just focused on women, but uh, you're honorary. How's that? You're honorary member. That'll give me something to boast about. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, 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 seriously, thank you for creating that space for me because I really do believe in, um, I do believe in uh, getting this message out to, to as many women as possible. And I know that there are a lot of Grandma Joys in the world who have put their lives on the back burner, that, whether they've had a, a health setback or they just don't feel like traveling because life doesn't feel as joyful anymore because they've lost a child or their, their spouse. Mm. And I and I hope that that those grandma joys know that that there is a lifetime of adventure that awaits them around the next corner, and and I I really sincerely hope that um that that we can be a part of getting that message out. We we, we appreciate you offering that that uh that opportunity to us today. My absolute pleasure. Bye bye bye. We'd love to hear your thoughts or feedback, or if you're an outstanding woman or know an outstanding woman, reach out at gfweneedtotalk at gmail.com. That's gfweneedtotalk at gmail.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.